KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Miami Vice is Michael Mann's feature film update of his 1980s TV series, and the big screen version turns out to be terrifically entertaining, even if the plot is barely comprehensible. Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx are the contemporary incarnations of Crockett and Tubbs, a pair of thoroughbred clothes horses originally played on the small screen by Don Johnson and Philip Michael Thomas. Clothes still make the men, but the film is set in a Miami that's much darker than the pastel-colored town of the TV series and of the Randy Newman song that rejoiced in Miami women being so impure. Jamie Foxx has the less dicey role and fills it handsomely. He's alternately forceful and thoughtful. Colin Farrell has a few awkward moments, but he is a movie star. This is the first time he's carried a big film with convincing authority and a compelling lover in the bargain. As far as the plot is concerned, the main points to keep in mind are that Crockett and Tubbs are infiltrating a high-tech globalized drug cartel, that the group's kingpin can't trust a lesser pin, and that the cartel's Chinese-Cuban financial wizard, the severely alluring Isabella, is at least as smart as Sonny Crockett, although IQ points don't help either of them in the end. Isabella is played by Gong Li, who's been equally alluring in her Chinese films, but never as animated or as exciting. She takes Sunny skipping over the waves to Havana for mojitos, followed by an enchanting idol that ends with something approaching love. This is mainly a man's movie, and some of its sinister stretches can be self-parodying. But it's a movie made by a master of the big-screen medium. Passing shots can be preposterously lush, a Learjet seen against towering thunderheads, dark skies riven by lightning. Still, it's the set pieces that mark the film as something special, swirling crowds at a casino in the opening sequence, a climactic firefight that puts lightning in the shade. Very impure and very impressive. The interior lighting in Woody Allen's scoop suggests old English music halls, warm emanations of footlight candles. It's an odd choice, but an agreeable one in an odd but agreeable little comedy that could almost fit on a music hall stage. Like Woody's previous film, Match Point, this one is set in London except for a few sequences on a boat on a river in limbo. That's where we meet Joe Strumble, recently deceased, an English reporter who's still determined to find the identity of a celebrated serial killer. The living instrument for this feat is a young woman from America, Sandra Pronsky. Her journalistic experience has been confined to writing for her college paper. Scarlett Johansson plays Sandra broadly at first, so much so that you wonder where her performance has to go, but it gets to be enjoyable after Sandra reinvents herself as an investigative reporter named Jade Spence. Woody Allen plays another American, a nebbishy stage magician who goes by the name of Splendini. His feats are fairly routine, but he provides the magical nexus between Strumble and Sandra. Hugh Jackman is the English aristocrat Peter Lyman, who may or may not be the killer in question. For some time now, Woody Allen's films have been a far cry from his meticulously crafted features of the past. Scoop won't change that, but it's full of funny lines and clever inventions. Woody's own performance is amusing, and as the seedy magician, he's rather touching. Splendini has seen better days, but he's 
still up for adventure. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal, back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.